0: currently in Gainesville, we have mostly clear, sunny skies now with 36 degrees at 97.5 Glory FM. As we update you with the latest and local weather every hour throughout the day from the GNN and Glory Weather Center. Time once again for Community Focus, our public affairs program. And this Friday morning, we have a couple of ladies joining us from My Sister's Place, a great organization in town. Joining me this morning is Angie Brooks and Jennifer Barrow joining me this morning. Ladies, great to have you with us. Thanks for being with us
1: thank you for having us
0: welcome to the station let's talk about my sister's place for everyone who maybe not knows about this right organization introduce them to it please
2: all right my sister's place is a shelter here in gainesville that serves women and children who are experiencing homelessness Um, we've been around since year 2000 and um, we serve uh, we have 13 beds so we serve with those 13 beds about 50 women and children per year and um, we're basically just Really taking in ladies that need a place to stay and um, hoping to make an impact on their lives. A lot of them have lost their hope in their journey of homelessness and uh, we really just want to be used by God to to restore that hope and um, to give them the tools to um, be self-sufficient so they never experience homelessness again.
0: Oh, absolutely. So is there an average age, background, that kind of thing that's involved in My Sister's Place?
2: Uh, most of our residents seem to be in their 30s and 40s, um, but we we can take anybody that's over the age of 18, any women, woman that's over the age of 18, uh, you know, on up. There's there's no age limit there. Um, our our eligibility criteria is really they just have to be willing to to make some um, some changes, you know, making some changes that will help them to get back on their feet. So they have to um, be able to increase their income. Um, to get a job and hold a job um but i mean it's it's it 's really um not a too tight criteria we don 't want to really turn anybody away if we don 't have to um we are We do not have the ability to keep people safe that are fleeing domestic violence, so we are not a domestic violence shelter um, We will refer those residents to gateway um you know those ladies to gateway so that they can see keep them safe but um, any woman and children that really um, need a place to stay they're experiencing homelessness um, we will certainly help them out as best we can
0: And yeah, no, but for the grace of god go out this could be anybody here in the community all of a sudden you would be in a relationship and all of a sudden something happens and you can't pay your bills that kind of thing and be out on the streets homeless and this is a great place to go and, and get help
2: yeah yeah um our ladies um how they get to homelessness? I think there's a big stereotype in the in the society that mm-hmm. um, only those people that are have mental illnesses or um, are addicted to drugs are experiencing homelessness. When that's really not true, um, homelessness can hit anyone. It could be a job loss. It could be the breadwinner in the family um, fell ill, and you know they're they're not able to work. Mm-hmm. Or um, sometimes with the uh, the market and the rent right now the landlords um, will sometimes increase their rent to a a rate that is in the market now, but too affordable for their their current tenants. Mm -hmm. And so um, they have to find a new place to stay and don't have the financial resources to do that.
0: So how are ladies finding out about my sister's place?
2: Most of our um, residents find out about us through word of mouth or doing an online search. Um, 62% was our our rate for last year that are self-referred. Um, meaning wow. they found us on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, other referrals come from other nonprofit agencies. It could be United Way, it could be another shelter, law enforcement, the hospital. Um, the, another agency has referred them to us. That's about 38%, but the majority is self-referred. They they find us.
0: Isn't it amazing from that standpoint? My Sister's Place here in Gainesville. How can people find out about My Sister's Place? Because of the contact information that you might have for us.
1: Yeah, well, we would love for you to um, go to our website. I'll give you that address. It is my-sisters-place.org. Um, and you can go there and learn more about our organization and um, how you can get involved and how you can help. And we would ap- really appreciate you um, getting engaged and getting involved with us. and
0: know you'd love to get as many volunteers as possible to be a part of My Sister's Place.
1: Yes, sir. So uh, we have a great volunteer coordinator. Her name is Luann Thompson. Um, she would love to hear from you. We have, um, part of our organization is a thrift store called My Sister's Resale Boutique. It is at the corner of Pearl Nix and John W. Morrow Parkway in the Washington Square Shopping Center. We're right there on the end. Um, and the community is really generous and they donate a lot of clothing and household items that all have to be sorted and organized. So if you've got a knack for that, we could really use your help. We need just regular volunteers to come in, maybe on a weekly basis, that sort of thing, and put in a couple of hours and help us get all of that organized and out on the floor. Our store manager there does a wonderful job. The store is really cute, very shoppable. You'll find all kinds of fun, Current items, anything from kids wear, ladies wear, cute shoes. Like, it's just a really fun place to, to shop. So hey, your we Christmas skills,
0: you know, ideas right now, going to the Sister's Place boutique. That'd be a great place to go by and just do some shopping.
1: It would be a great place to go by and do some shopping. I went in the very first day and bought a blazer my the first time I walked in. <laughs> it's a lot of really um, current, you know, they're, they display it really well, and it's all clean. Like, you know, the clothes are... In very good shape and you know you're buying like new items so it's really fun
0: yeah, all ahead. of
1: all of the proceeds from the boutique financially
2: support the shelter and all of our shelter residents shop there for free so we have um it's not uncommon for our ladies to come to us and they've been living in their car and have very little belongings and very um, very little amount of clothes and so we will um you know give them a voucher to go over to the boutique and, and get whatever they need for them and their children um and so and and also when they're moving into permanent housing 89% of our residents leave us into permanent housing um living environment and so um when they're ready to do that we can give them a voucher they'll go over to the boutique and, and shop for household items you know their their plates and you know pots and pans and things like that so um, it, it benefits the community and it benefits our residents.
0: Our guests this morning on community focus, Jennifer Barrow and Angie Brooks at my sister's place talking about all the great things that they do. Now I know that you're looking for people to even donate items. I had a friend whose mother and dad had passed away and he was cleaning out their home with the estate and they had some extra things that weren't going to sell. So he said, you know, and there were great items, uh, household items, for example, plates, dishes, all kinds of things. You could use anything there at the resale boutique, right?
2: That's right. That's right. And then anything that that we have that we're not able to use in the store does get donated to other nonprofit agencies, um, and other nonprofit agencies can also refer their clients over to the boutique, and you know they can get what they need for free from, as well. Um, but we also have uh, sometimes we get things that are that are torn or they have stains on them, and so those go into um, a bin where there's a company that comes and picks it up and they give us a donation, um, by weight of whatever is in that bin. So, um, it, so it still benefits the shelter and, in you know, the ladies that we serve. So, but yes, we can take in all kinds of donations.
0: With that is a great mission work. I would think for any organization, any church, for example, to be a part of the community and help out with as a volunteer or, or donate items, that kind of thing to my sister's place.
1: Absolutely, or you could um, have like a regular once a week um, meet your friends out there okay. and meet up in the donat- donation center and put in a couple of hours of really good work. That's the kind of thing that we're very much in need of right now, so we would really appreciate that kind of support. Um, as far as a volunteer, we also need volunteers to answer the phone. The phone rings, as you can imagine, it it rings a lot at the shelter. And um, we train you in how to take that call and process that phone call, but we need um, regular volunteers to sign up for a shift for that as well, so. Um, and then also, if I may just speak to some of the needs at the shelter, um, of course it's really cold outside right now and I'm gonna try not to get emotional about this, but.
2: We we had a, um, a mom and her two kids move into the shelter this week. Um, that had been living in their car and when they came to us they were just so grateful to have a warm place to be because it has been a cold week Mm -hmm. here in north georgia um we learned shortly after they got here that the the children i wasn't sure about mom but the the children did not have socks or underwear Mm. and they just wanted some socks and we're asking did we have some socks to keep their little feet warm so um, we we went to the boutique and got what we could and then ran to Walmart <laughs> yep. and got things there. They needed jackets, you know, they needed coats, they needed socks and underwear and, you know, just general clothing. They didn't really have much. Um, but we were very blessed by the opportunity to help them in that way, just to be the hands and feet of Jesus that they needed.
1: Yeah, so with that being said, so gift cards are great because we can use, you know, Walmart gift cards or Amazon gift cards, anything like that is really helpful because they they ran out. Um, Jennifer's executive assistant got in her car and went to Walmart. Like the needs are urgent and immediate and to have a, a card that we can swipe is really helpful. Um, I'm trying to think of other, we need towels. We could use towels and washcloths. Um, sheets, twin size sheet sets would be really helpful. Of course, toilet paper, paper towels, paper goods are always great. Um but any way that you could help we we're very grateful this is a i 'm new to the uh, north georgia area, and i 'm just so amazed at how gracious and generous everybody is here. Like it's a wonderful community and we're very grateful to be located here. So
0: tell me about from the standpoint of how the ladies work together, live together there at my sister's place on a a daily basis. What usually goes on there at my sister's place location?
2: Okay, Um, we have a five bedroom shelter. So the bedrooms are set up dormitory style. So there's two to three beds in each of the rooms. Um, we do have one room that has four or five beds in there for uh, larger families. Um, but our ladies, they're, they're with us anywhere between 90 days and six months. They can be there up to six months. Um, when they come in, we do an assessment with them um, where we look at what their barriers are to them being on their own. Um, what can we... And we come up with an action plan of what we can do together with them to help them to o- overcome those barriers. For example... Maybe mom um, can work, but she needs child care and she needs a place for her little kids to go so she can hold a job. And so we will help her, you know, on a, we'll write that as a goal on our action plan for her to um, make different contacts and we'll help her make those contacts um, to get child care in place. And then they can apply for a subsidy for, with the state um, to help with those child care costs long, longer term and so once that's in place then mom can look for a job she's kind of looking in the midst you know you know at the same time as we're getting the childcare arranged but we will look at what are her interests what does she um does she have a resume we'll help her build a resume um we'll get her connected to a couple of different um job connection centers here in town um goodwill or or source and um help to search for jobs and get some training on interview skills and those kind of things um we also do um, life skills trainings. We're doing financial literacy with our ladies, so we're helping them to learn how to budget their money, the importance of having a, a checking account, um, a savings account, and saving saving for a rainy day, <laughs> saving for for things that you are going to need, but also incorporating into that some things that you know you're going to need, you're going to want to do too, you know. Um, but it's really just how to better manage your money to make sure that you're you're putting your shelter and your food first you know um so yeah so it's it's really just meeting our ladies where they are helping them to really look at what the barriers are and doing the budget with um with our lady this was a really interesting thing that happened when they come in they're they're of the mindset i gotta find a house i gotta find a house because i can only be here you know, 90 days or six months. So I've got to find a house. But when we do a budget with them, they say, Oh, I need to get another job, you know? (laughs) So it really helps them to see, you know, where their priorities need to shift a little bit. But, um, yeah, so that's been a, that's been a very helpful tool. But, um, most of the ladies that come to us have jobs. They, they are working somewhere and, and it's really, um, people that you rub shoulders with every day it's it's the person that's serving you at your restaurant it's uh, the one that's checking you in at the doctor's office for your appointment you know it it really can be anybody it could be somebody working in the hospital you know and, and giving you care homelessness really affects everybody under the wrong circumstances and so um most of our ladies are working they're just not earning enough money um, to be able to afford the rent rates in the community. Um, or sometimes they're earning the money and they just don't have the savings to pay those deposits to get in. Um, but we will help them with whatever they need to be able to to overcome that. Um, we have been blessed with some, some generous people that want to help with those moving costs. And so we'll help them with their deposits um, if, they need to, you know, if they need help with that or if they have a family member in another state that's willing to take them in. Um, it, we will help them to get there, and so um, our aim is to pour into them spiritually while they're with us, give them the tools that they need, and, and help them to find something um, permanent, long term.
0: How important is education to the background of these ladies, especially from you know them trying to find a job and maybe don't have a GED or, or an education, or a diploma, you know, or, or a high school degree, uh, diploma, that kind of thing. Do I have it with that?
2: It is It is definitely important. You know, the education can definitely land you a higher-paying job. Um, the challenge with that, I mean, we will We will definitely, if, if they want to further their education, mm-hmm. we will point them in the direction of where to get the GED training or to get training in a specialized skill. The challenge is that they're only with us for a short amount of time, and a lot of those programs take more time than what we have. Um,
0: Yeah. Sure. So for the ladies who have children, how do, do they, uh, what kind of challenges do the the children face when they go to my sister's place?
2: Um, you know, it's at first when they come, they're very nervous, you know, because they don't really know anybody, but it's not very long before they really feel like this is home. Mm -hmm. And you know, they, they build relationships with the other, um, with the other kids, with the other moms, with our staff. it's very much not it's not uncommon for them not to want to leave. Um they we hear multiple times, you know, I'm going to miss you. I you know, oh, sure. and then we hear after the fact they want to come right. back. But mm-hmm. one um one point I do want to make is that we do partner with the City of Gainesville Schools and the Hall County Schools um through their homelessness programs that when we have a student of theirs that is in our shelter, we will reach out to the school system and let them know you know we get consent from, from mom of course to to have that communication mm-hmm. but um we want to make sure that the the children have the support in the school system um that they need there you know cuz they might be able to help with with um school supplies or you know backpacks although oh, we right. have some donated to us as well but um, they'll make sure that they have the resources in the schools that they need, the extra support.
0: There's so many great things y'all provide there at my sister's place. How do y'all work with job placement?
2: Um, we work with um, with WorkSource and Goodwill. Um, we do have a couple of companies. Um, I don't have the names off the top of my head, but we do have a couple of companies that have contacted us and said, "Hey, if you have any." Anybody that needs a job, reach out to us and let us know. There's a there's a cleaning company I know that does that. Um, So yeah, we have a couple that are like that. That's great. Yeah.
0: I was thinking about one thing too with with men who might get help. I can only imagine these ladies with a lot of times some huge expenses might take place with just their cars for example. Living in their cars and they want to maintain their cars, be able to to go where they need to go, and might need somebody to help you know take care of their their cars. That
2: is a fantastic volunteer opportunity that is a gap gap for us we don't have someone in place for that um, we also need a couple of extra handymen. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. so, uh, we mentioned. Uh, yeah, we that, we do a lot of amazing things at My Sister's Place, but repairs around the shelter are, is not one of them. <laughs> so.
0: well, and with that, as our guests this morning on Community Focus are Jennifer Barrow and Angie Brooks. I know you've got a couple things we want to talk about before we end this morning. One of those, you've got an event taking place in 2024. It's your annual gala, and people can already start talking, talking about that and helping out, right?
1: Yes, sir. So, again, if you want to visit our website. I'm going to repeat that address. It's my-sisters-place.org. You can click on the um, event tab or the register now. Tickets are $75. Um, It's $600 for a table. If you want to do like a, your business team wants to come out and support us, we would really appreciate it. Um, It's dinner and dancing and a silent auction. Um, So that, it's going to be a fun night early we doors open at five thirty so um I'm an early bird so I love that that it starts nice and early. Uh, so when when and where? It's uh January twenty third um at um the Lanier Rams- yeah. yeah the Ramsey Center at Lanier Technical College. So um and I just want to say like when you think about the shelter it is a twenty four seven facility. So of That's course funny. we have to have staff um sure with us Around the clock, so mm-hmm. that is, you know, the funding for that is really critical for us to make sure that there's always someone there who's trained and um, case management and, and all of that to help these ladies. So, and and one more thing about that, we are members of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability, the ECFA. Mm-hmm. So you can feel good about donating to this organization. I, I'm new; I've only been there about a month, but um, I've been so impressed with the way the board and the leadership team. Handles their finances. They um, are, are men and women of integrity, and I'm just blessed to be a part of it, honestly.
0: Well, I can just see right now a lot of churches here in the area tuned into our broadcast can make you maybe I, I, probably a regular monthly part of your, their mission program to My Sister's Place, no matter what it might be. From that standpoint, just like we help Fellowship of Christian Athletes on a regular continuing basis, that kind of thing, it'd be great to have My Sister's Place as part of their. Other ministry program there. Also, you were talking about you're looking at maybe expanding so people could help out with that, right?
2: Yes, we, we actually are in the middle of a feasibility study really to look at the level of community support we have um, to do it in expansion. Um, as mentioned earlier, we are a thirteen bed shelter, but we own our property free and clear. We're a debt free ministry and we have more space on our property that we could use to um to help more ladies we just need the funds to be able to build it and so um our current plans um include adding on more shelter space and more transitional housing units i'll explain the t- transitional housing in a minute but the the expansion will take us from 13 beds up to almost 48 wow and so um it yeah it we're pretty excited about it um But the um, transitional housing units, let me just speak to that a little bit. We do have on-site two-bedroom apartments that are adjacent to the shelter, that when our ladies are earning enough steady income coming in that they can afford to pay a rent amount, but they can't yet afford the rates in the community, they can move into one of our transitional housing apartments, and they can stay there up to a year while they're increasing their income and looking for something permanent. They do pay a, um, a lower rate uh, rent to stay there, so it's a little bit more than the $35 shelter fee that they pay. Um, it is $700 a month for them to be in those transitional housing units, but it buys them some more time um, to to find something more permanent in, in the community.
0: As I said, I worked there from that standpoint with my sister's place. Lots going on with the organization. Again, people can go ahead and contact My Sisters Place. Love the website, my-my-sisters-place. And it's org. right? Yes. Make sure you have the right extension there, .org. Yes. And also with the boutique out there in Washington Square, easy to find. It's near Lake Lakeshore Mall uh, there at the corner of Pearl Lake Parkway and John Morrow there on Dawsonville Highway, there going into that intersection there. Great place and you can help out with them with with items you want to donate and be a volunteer even to help out uh, working there at the location. Do you know know off the top of your head the hours operation there at the boutique?
1: I believe it's 9.30 to 5.30. Um, And then the donation center is open Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday to donate. Yeah, So they're Um, closed
2: Tuesdays and Thursdays.
1: Tuesdays and Thursdays to kind of get everything sorted and organized. That makes sense.
0: All right, ladies, we've got about a little a minute left in the program here. So anything else we can talk about before we let you go this morning?
2: Um, I would say just just thank you for the opportunity. And, you know, if if you have an opportunity to uh, just to advocate for those experiencing homelessness, just spread the word and, you know, let's get rid of some of those stereotypes that these really – they are not lazy people (laughs) that are drug addicted these are your everyday people that just really hit a bump in the road and need some help and and um we just want to be the hands and feet of jesus to love them where they are and love them too much to leave them there
0: No, great way to leave it. Thank you so much, ladies. I do appreciate your time this morning. You'll hear also some public service announcements on the air here soon about My Sister's Place and how you can help out with that great organization. You can go to their website, and uh, we'll find out more about them later on here. Again, thanks for being with us here on Community Focus, our public affairs program, as we bring you the information you need for you and your family with the most positive music in North Georgia here on 97.5 Glory FM, heard online at WGTJradio.com.